This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final. Take your seat in history at ANZ Stadium, Sydney on Sunday, October 2. Head to nrl.com slash tickets now. Tonight, Gerds is here as the dogs continue to splutter and we look ahead to tonight's game between the Storm and the Broncos plus South Sydney announcer signing. Big news for Swans fans and things are so bad for the Wallabies, even all black greats are starting to feel sorry for them. Welcome to the Rush Hour. Ah, yes, indeed. Welcome to a Friday. Hello, good. Hello, Dan. You've had a good day today. I've had a great day. What about you? Uh, not bad. Came not as good, good as you. Yeah, no, I've had a really good day today. Yeah. Um, well, I'm doing a renovation at the at the house in the next couple of months, Dan, and I've come across some people that are, you know, going to help me out pro- with the cost of it because they're <laughs> bloody expensive renovations, Dan, aren't they? And, Mate, you know, I'm just a squirrel trying to get an Yeah, this Because I've done little bits each year, just little bits of a time, just moving on from that line. This is the first year I've had a bit of spending money. Oh, you're right. I oh, know. You know, the tax check well, maybe comes it's back. Ti- maybe it's time for some furniture, Dan. No. <laughs> hey, hey, those milk crates, <laughs> they're very inner west. Oh, they are inner west. Uh, uh, and big, but you're eastern suburbs, so you got to up- upgrade. Big for the Swans, uh, no SCG. Oh, sorry. They will play all their finals this year at the SCG. Okay. Unless they take on the GWS Giants. That will stay at ANZ. Okay. So there you go. Is Every- there, are they a chance of taking on Great and Western Sydney? Like, So where are the Swans at the moment, Dan? I think they were first Swans last time. Swans are first and Giants are fifth. And, and then we play the same system, so it's, Very, it's top four play. Yes. So if, uh, and this is complicated, but if Adelaide were to lose tonight to West Coast, yep. Giants could finish fourth. With and- no knick-knack. <laughs> Naked for look at you. He's right? out. All research. I've even got the nick nick nabs, but nick nab, but the, yeah, he's you know, out. Yeah, right. So Giants could finish fourth, mm. but this helps rugby league as well because you don't have two sports trying to take uh, have A and Z during the finals. Helps AFL because now the Swans get to play at their home ground, so yeah. everyone's a winner. Yeah, and, and you know what? A you know, and Z this too cops a bit of a beating, doesn't it? So we want to make sure that the surface is good come finals time and for the showpiece of our game. All right, we've got to talk about the uh, Bulldogs. Going down to the Cowboys last night probably means they're not going to finish in the top four. We'll do that right after this. It is the Rush Hour here on 104.9 Sydney's Triple M. This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final. Take your seat in history at ANZ Stadium, Sydney on Sunday, October 2. Head to nrl.com slash tickets now. Yeah, Triple M Rush Hour. Do it for the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final at ANZ Stadium, Sydney. Gertz, who's going to be in the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final this year at well, Stadium? Well, look, it's, it's really hard because you see something like, you know, the Blake Austin incident. Like, I, I just think at this time of year, every that every club just needs everything to sort of fall into place. And, and that is a big hurdle for Canberra to overcome. Mm. Last week before that happened, I had the Raiders playing the Storm mm. in my Grand Final. Um, with Blake Austin injury, I just need to see... Um, how they're going to go without him in that setup? I know Sam Williams is a good young player, but gee, he brings a lot. Blake Austin, he's a lot of X factor, and I, I just don't know without him if if the Raiders are still up to it. You've been around players that would have had broken hands, and it was of the severe type because he needed surgery. Yeah, what's a realistic? Because I'll bring him back early, but yeah, they I mean. Will. I mean, if the bloke's got a hand, he's going to struggle to pass, he's going to struggle to tackle. Grabbing's the hardest thing, Dan, and, and you don't realise until you've got something. I remember I did my thumb, and then, you know, you try to come back early, and you just can't grab, and the amount of times that someone, you get someone by the jumper, or you just need to, you know, use your, your, your hand just to grab someone and pull them down is um, a lot more than what you'd realise. Uh it's gonna be. It's gonna be probably four. I'd say four to six weeks I minimum. I wasn't shocked. Uh, the News Limited papers, the Telly and the Coromel, had that 
fan poll that came out today. Yep. And the team that um, people are most cheering for apart from their own will be the Raiders. Yeah. I'm not, surp- I'm not surprised no, I'm not by either. that at all. No, I'm not either. I think yeah. it's uh, I think it's fantastic, and um, you know I think the, I I really like the Ricky St- Stewart story as well. A lot of people out there, you know, have their uh, he's, he's a polarizing character, and obviously oh, in the he's, past he's, he's left so clubs and game. he's. But I think you know what it, the whole story behind Ricky going down to Canberra um, is fantastic, and I really wish him all the success in the finals. One of the other questions we'll probably deal with this tomorrow when we've got time to really sink our teeth into serious issues. Um, why don't you attend games? Now, the popular answers are always, it's well, the most popular answer is always it's too expensive. Really? Yeah. That's But this year, the most popular answer was access to stadiums. So people are jack of fighting traffic, yep. particularly in Sydney, and getting in and out of car parks. That was the number one reason people didn't go to football. Public transport, Dan, and, and uh, that's probably something that the NRL now, you get that feedback, you've got to do something with it. And so, you know, whether it's, you know, the rail systems or buses or, you know, commissioning some some sort of arrangement with the local, with the state government saying, hey, we need buses like the Easter show and like the big events, mm. but maybe they need to do that now on weekends where people can actually say, you know what, say it was me, I'm going to go to DY Main, I'm going to get on the bus, I'm going to be able to have a couple of beers at the game and I'm going to come back and I'm not going to stop at all the stations, it's not going to be complicated, it's going to be easy. How do they come up with a system that make it easy for the fan, Dan, if that's the problem? Well, also, you know, we can spend, the New South Wales government can spend $1.6 billion on shiny new stadiums with retractable roofs and they look sexy, but if you can't get in and out of the joint, Doesn't mean it's anything. not going to make a difference. I don't want to get into this today, Dan, but obviously, you know, the $40 million spend from the New South Wales Rugby League, can you, t- I just don't understand that. I just don't understand this shiny new stadium that we're going to build for $40 million out at Homebush. For, I know there's going to be it's going to be used for more things, but there's three games a year the New South Wales Rugby League. I mean, I don't want to bang on about grassroots, but there's there's clubs out there that can't afford jumpers. There's grassroots and, and junior stadiums and, and teams that need funding. And don't you think it's a little bit lavish that the the, the New South Wales Rugby League spend forty million dollars on a sta- on some sort of shiny new <laughs> training many, centre? How many justification jobs do you think are there for New South Wales and Queensland Rugby League? For three games a year. Couldn't you go out to the Panthers yeah, and say, hey, guys... Stuart Clark's going to be pissed off. He's going to ring us. He runs New yeah, South Wales Rugby League. You know, and, and, but, mate, couldn't they come out and... The, the Penrith have got a $30 million stadium and a hotel next door. Couldn't you put, you know, rent that for 10 weeks a year and use theirs and give them a, a bit of that and maybe spend the money on something else, Dan? I don't mm. know. Oh, is it about Stuart Ayres and the legacy that he leaves while he's you know, in power there as the Minister of Sport for New South Wales? I don't know. Let's get to the footy. Dogs, Cowboys. Let's. What was, who was last night... What did last night say more about the, the Cowboys uh, or who look like they're off to the top four or they're in the top four now? Yep. It's up to them whether they uh, fall out. Mm-hmm. Or um, also uh, the Bulldogs who now look like they're playing knockout footy. Yeah, look, it... it told me, Dan, it showed me exactly where both sides were at the moment. Then the Cowboys have, have worked out that Jonathan Thurston never lost form. He's just forwards just were losing the battle a couple of weeks in a row and while his forwards are losing the battle, he's gonna get, he's not going to be able to play the same sort of game. When Tomalola and Scott and Tarmow and the guys are running through the middle like that over 200 metres each, well Jonathan Thurston's going to have his way with teams and when they're not well, then he's going to struggle to play the game that mm. obviously he likes to play. So that, for mine, was always going to come back when the Cowboys started dominating that middle third. The 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 Bulldogs, for mine as well, Dan, they've struggled in the same areas, I think, all year in big games. Execution's poor. 
Um, they don't have confidence in their ball players to score points, and the finish to their sets is inconsistent, and they look lost in the last couple of tackles. What what Moses Mbai for mine just does not. I would I would really not like to be a halfback at at Canterbury because of the way that the style that they choose to play him for <laughs> mine is the key to them being successful. He's got poise and he's got a, a he's got creative instincts. I just don't think we see him enough. So you think the plan is the problem more than Moses because he's copped it after last night because, honestly, we hardly saw him with we it. We didn't see him. But you think that's more to do with the style of football rather than him not getting involved I can enough. only imagine so, Dan, because, you know, when he does get in there, when you see him get involved at the back end of their sets and he puts in a little kick, no offence to Josh Reynolds, but he's got a lot better touch. He's got a Composure. lot better feel. But on the back of momentum, quick play the balls, or it goes to either one of the forwards or it goes to Josh Reynolds, and Moses sits out on that left edge... Mm. And he's getting a cold. I just, I don't know. I, I just think that um, if they don't change what they're doing, you're going to see they were determined last night. They were desperate. They and they, you know, they what? defended. They busted their asses. They were like that last week too in Brisbane. So it's not attitude, and they've got the personnel. I just don't know. They just, for mine, they just need Can to come you up with a different way to play Can you change before a finals? I mean, this is the way they've played now for well, in the whole Hasler era. Forwards well, get it first, then the halves get it when the forwards feel like passing it on. Well, considering that there hasn't been a side outside of the top four win since 95, and last night was for a top four spot, you're giving your best. You, if you've got anything up your sleeve, you've thrown it out of Belmore last night. So I'm, I'm thinking that that's what they've got and that's what they're going in with. Mm. Okay, this is the Rush Hour. We'll look ahead to Storm Broncos. Uh, we'll do that shortly as we do the Rush Hour for the NRL Tel- Telstra Premiership Grand Final, ANZ Stadium, Sydney. Head to nrl.com slash tickets. Don't wait till the Monday before when the rush is on. Get your tickets now. And as was proven last year, it doesn't matter who plays, uh, the atmosphere will be sensational no matter what part of Australia they're from. More after this. This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final. Take your seat in history at ANZ Stadium, Sydney on Sunday, October 2. Head to nrl.com slash tickets now. Oh, you've got them angry goods. Why? Friend of the Rush Hour, Stuart Clark, text in. He runs New South Wales Rugby League, or he's a major role there. Yep. Get your facts right. Mm. I, I don't know. Facts. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. They're not spending forty million on new on a on a new um, training centre out there. Be a good training centre. Well, well, be great training centre. <laughs> the rush hour for I've the seen NRL the Telstra Premiership. That was nice. Grand final. Yeah, but that had aqua golf. No, that wasn't. Included. Oh, the academy. The academy. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What not do you club. get for thirty million at an academy? Because I've heard it's magnificent. I don't know if it was thirty. It might have been twenty-two. <laughs> okay, what do you get for twenty-two? Well, there's a couple of fields out there. They uh, there's obviously a lot of um, rehabilitation centres, physio rooms, and they actually have a like. So the whole operation from the footy club is down there as well. So they have yeah. the offices, all the okay. administration. So it's just, but they can sort of it's a blanket operation now, yeah. and um, and they've been able to you know separate to the the first grade and the um, reserve grade, and they've got their own rooms and. Okay. Training facilities and yeah, so it's a uh, it's, like, it's one of those things. A, the you reason get a fair I, bit, I, by the way, I'm not questioning Penrith, but when you say 22 million, you think where does that actually go? It's like when they say a stadium's going to cost a billion. Why does a stadium cost a billion? It's a lot why, of money, isn't why it? Why isn't it a hundred million? What, yeah. What's is it the steel? Is it the I don't know. Mm. Do the engineers charge? 
It's one of those things. Probably the DA, Dan. DA's (laughs) expensive. In Sydney, that's for sure. This is the Rush Hour. More after this. A sports update, in fact. We'll tell you who is the All Black that actually is starting to feel sorry for the Wallabies. It's shameful. More after this. This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final. Take your seat in history at ANZ Stadium, Sydney on Sunday, October 2. Head to nrl.com slash tickets now. Triple M, it's the Rush Hour. If you're in Brisbane, you'll get Bronco Storm live from uh, 7 o'clock once we're done. Conditions in Melbourne are cloudy, but uh, clear enough. No rain and about 12 degrees. It'll get down to about uh, 10 by the time they kick off. That's actually pretty pleasant conditions. Beautiful. We'll talk about that uh, game a little bit later and whether the Broncos can turn things around. Let's do this. Magic Glass, your premier glass replacement specialists. Magicglass.com.au Broncos have lost 10 of their last 11 against the Storm. It's unbelievable. And what about the last one, Dan, was an absolute lesson by the Storm up at Suncorp. So, yeah, we're going to find out where the Broncos are tonight, aren't we? Darren Lehman has defended the timing of Steve Smith's forced rest midway through the one-day series against Sri Lanka. We respect uh, our former captains and, and former greats that have an opinion. There's, there's no drums that they're entitled to that. But you know, we think it's the best for Stephen uh, to get him right and ready to go. I think Stephen Moore said it's, it's, it's hard work you know, capping all three formats. So we've planned that for a long time. Um, and he took some convincing, there's no doubt about that. What do you think? Midway through a series on a tour that's gone belly up, mm. that they rest him two games into a five-game series. Uh, look, I, I, I don't really understand it, Dan, because, you know, it's I don't understand all the different formats, and I know they play a lot of cricket, and so it's hard for me to sort of really comment, but it, 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 from a guy that doesn't really understand it, it does look a little bit strange to be having the captain away from the side at, at mm. this point. Well, but. you would think either you send him away at the end of the Test Series, and okay. pe- there would not be a, a peep. Big, big summer coming up, six tests or whatever it is, one day, whatever. Yep. But to do it two games into a five... It's a Mickey Mouse series, but two games into a five-game series, it's bizarre. It's all going to, obviously, you know, the decision will, I guess, everyone will make their mind up about how they go in later on in the year, isn't it, mm. in that sort of Christmas period, which is cricket oh, time over here for yes. us. And, 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 and if they plays well and he's in form, everyone will say it was the best thing. If he doesn't, they're going to say, well, he shouldn't have been saying And this series will be forgotten five minutes after the last ball. Well, ball. you know, maybe uh, it's a good thing. League news for Brighton's lawyers protecting your future. South have nabbed Newcastle's Robbie Rocco for the 2017 season. It's only a one-year deal. He's... At the ripe age of 26 with 74 first-grade games under his belt. Now, I thought the yeah. Dragons were going to get him, but okay. South have obviously Did they lose in. Nathan Brown? Did Nathan Brown sign with Parramatta the I don't other know if that's day official. I it's not it official? I don't know if it's official. I read official. it somewhere. So, um, yeah, look, South Sydney at the moment, probably you've got to strike where the iron's hot, don't you? And playing some good footy at the moment, and there's a lot of uh, life around Redfern. So I'd say Madge will be active in the market now that they've got a couple of wins. Well, I think Robbie has admitted he plateaued at Newcastle because, you know, he sort of... Life was a bit easy and wasn't okay. particularly challenging. He's only 22, though, isn't he? 26. He's 26. He's been around a while. He started at the Storm. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. Yeah, might change might do him well. Uh, meantime, Knights prop Kate Snowden has called it a day. A neck injury has forced him to quit before the age of 30. Now, he had a good career. Played a test for the Kangaroos back in 2011. Couple of origins as well and 174 first-grade games. Good career. Very good career. That is thanks to Brighton's lawyers. If you missed it from earlier, big news for the Swans this afternoon. They and the AFL got their deal with ANZ Stadium done. So Swans finals will, will be played at the SCG this year unless they face GWS Giants. That would stay at ANZ. And as if the gulf between the Wallabies and the All Blacks wasn't obvious enough, Former New Zealand legend, mm. Richie McCaw, 
says he'd like to see tomorrow's Bledisloe rematch to be closer than last week's thrashing for the good of world rugby. Now, when Richie McCaw, I would suggest the most hated All Black amongst Wallaby fans, yeah. is saying, I no, hope no, no, the Wallabies no, no, no. keep it close. What was that, Richard? Who, what was that? Richard Lowe. Yeah, Lowe, I think, would have been the <laughs> most hated. Okay, fine. Yeah. Okay. You most hated of the last 20 years. Respect yep. in that sort of Richard Hadley, we, yep. we, we hate you because you're so good mm. kind of way. Maybe he recognises the state of the game over here and maybe he's talking about, you know, for the Australian, how disillusioned are rugby fans at the moment after we come up against the best? I mean, we're not used to being put to the sword like that, are we? I mean, I know we didn't do well in the Super 15s. We had check on the night before the test and he was like, you know, maybe there's... Well, I mean, he's got to say it, but we all believed it. Maybe he knew what was coming. Jeez, you couldn't have expected that. No. Really? And it was 42-3 after about 60 minutes. And now we're, the last two games are over there, aren't they? Well, tomorrow yeah, tomorrow is game two. You can oh, see God. it live and free on uh, Channel 10. Mm. Uh, nothing extra for HDI. In the meantime, Fairfax reports a Sanzar review of Super Rugby has seen a recommendation. There's a couple of recommendations, but one of them is that an Aussie team is removed and the tournament shrunk from 18 to 16 teams. And another, a South African team would go as well. Okay. Uh, because apparently the tournament, while lucrative... Not particularly successful, not well received as an 18-team format. Okay. That's a sports update for Magic Glass. We'll have more right after this. It is the Rush Hour on a Friday night. This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final. Take your seat in history at ANZ Stadium, Sydney on Sunday, October 2. Head to nrl.com slash tickets now. Ah, yes, indeed. Good, you, you seem a bit, I don't want to say terse, that's not the right word. You're a bit fatigued today. What's What's happened? Well, unfortunately, Dan, my wife suffers from allergies and she, you know, she sneezes and carries on every night and it's been driving me crazy. It probably hasn't, she hasn't enjoyed it either by the sounds of it, but (laughs) it's been bugging me, Dan. So I finally got the bottom of it and had to go and change our bed and our mattress and our pillows and all that sort of stuff. A real expensive process. Are you going all Well, I had to because it was driving both of us crazy. So anyway, went and bought the world's biggest condom, the latex bed. <laughs> so hang on, is it like the scene from Naked Gun? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know, I saw that for the first time that, last how, week. How good is it? Last week I saw it for the it's very really first time. Really good, is it? Was it still as good? Like it, the humour is obviously a little bit different. You know now what I found? I found after about fifty minutes, an hour. The jokes were a touch predictable. Yeah, but it was hilarious. Yeah, it's still hilarious. Really good. Oh, anyway. You got to go see the second one. The second one. Yeah, there's Naked Gun too. Yeah, and then but is 33 and a third any good? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I can't remember the name. Yeah, they're all really Anyway, good. sorry, back to your uh, bed story. So anyway, Dan, the bed came yesterday. We put it together, got the other one out, which was a crying shame because it was a beautiful big thing. And anyway, so she didn't sneeze last night. Dan, the allergies all went away. It was brilliant. But we both got out of bed this morning like we were 85. It sat freaking hard. <laughs> Dan, I didn't sleep a wink. I just lay there thinking, you know, where did we get this concrete block from? Hang on, wouldn't you have tried that? Don't you lie on the bed in the bed shop? Yeah, we did. We laid on it for how 10 are, minutes. How are you going to soften it? Well, the thing was, it's latex. So you can't take it back. That's a used bed. No, 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 no. I've, I've rang the guy today and I said, listen, hey, we, we've just bought this thing and it's like a concrete block. And he said, hey, give it two weeks, it'll soften. Oh. And he, then he said, go and get your two little yeah, kids, because yeah. they were up there when we were buying the bed, Trampoline and get them to on jump it. on it. 
and that'll soften it up. So I'm going to yeah. give it a two-week grace period this before is, I send nah, it back. This is a work. I've got the plastic out of the rubbish. I, I bet it's a two-week cooling-off period. Mm. You'll do it after after two weeks of jumping on it. The bed will oh. be the same. You'll ring up your gum. Sorry. No, nah, Barry wouldn't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was with Barry. Don't take it, the bed back. I don't want... I, no, 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 we can't have back. a system where you can take a bed back after one day. I'll give it, I love you, guys, but I don't want to sleep on you. It, it, we'll give it. Uh, I'll give it. I'll give it the two week um, period, Dan, and we'll see how we go. This is the rush hour in Triple M. You told me how much you spent off here. Yeah, it's oh, a significant it's an amount. Investment. Oh yeah, my wife's knows really important to me, Dan. Can't be throwing that out. No, no, no. Can't be throwing no, that no. out. And you can't lawn. upgrade. Put it that way. <laughs> this is the rush hour. We're going to talk Storm Broncos right after this. This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final. Take your seat in history at ANZ Stadium, Sydney on Sunday, October 2. Head to nrl.com slash tickets now. Rush Hour here on Triple M. It is uh, uh, Melbourne versus Brisbane. You'll get that on 4 Triple M in Brisbane, 104.5 in Sydney. Uh, we don't have the rights to that one, but you can hear the game via the Triple M NRL app as usual. Now, Dobbo, who'll be calling that game, uh, was quick to tell us that there's no chance on earth that Jared Hayne will miss tomorrow's no. game. Sorry, Gerds. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I was a little bit excited when I heard that. But uh, on the other hand, uh, I, I think it just makes for a mouth-watering encounter, doesn't it? And and moving him to fullback, I think it's his preferred position and probably ready after three games at six. And uh, If I'm t- the Titans clash. management, can you put out a release or something? You don't want fans no, sort of be. making a decision... You don't want fans saying, oh, geez, Jared might yeah. play, I mightn't go. You get it out there. Get it out there now. Make it very clear that mm. he's absolutely going to play. Yeah, absolutely. And look, he's, um, you know, it's a great clash with Moylan, isn't it? Those two fullbacks, they have a similar sort of style where they both get the ball on the back of momentum. They're their go-to guys. And, um, yeah, two really talented New South Wales fullbacks going at it. And and between them and the, and the halves battle between Ash Taylor and Young Cleary, I just, I just can't wait for it. Oh, it's going to yeah. be great. What a game to call, and you can hear the call uh, on the other stations. Now, uh, <laughs> we don't have that one. Okay, tonight's game. Uh, last night's result, well, in, in fact, it didn't matter who won, really. Brisbane are in a tough situation in terms of making the four. Mm-hmm. Is tonight more of it? So the result really doesn't matter tonight. So is it more about proving that they could match it with the big boys like Melbourne, a bogey team? Yeah, you would think so, and also you'd you know if you're not going to finish four, well, you're probably better off trying to finish five, you know, and, and mm. play that side coming eight. So there'd be a little bit of motivation there, and um, obviously the that, you'd think they get the home ground anyway uh, going into that first semi final if they do make the bottom four, um, but they got absolutely dusted up by Melbourne last time up there at Suncorp. So, yeah, it's all about... And it's about the next step for Brisbane, isn't it? They've sort of been taking baby steps to getting back to the form that we know that they uh, can produce like they did early in the season. I think last week was another step in the right direction. So it's kind of... You'd, you'd think that it's either the next step or it maybe all comes tumbling down. And with a game against the Roosters next week, who we know what sort of form they're in, and they were actually... They touched um, Brisbane up at Suncorp a couple of weeks ago as well. So it's not an easy finish to the season, and you don't want to go in, you know, to the bottom of the eight, loss, loss, mm. no confidence, and you're out in the first week, supposedly. So big game for him tonight. Cam Smith always seems to save his best for Broncos games, and there's a theory, much like Thurston. Thurston was let go by the Dogs, and he comes back to bite them. His best winning percentage, mm. Thurston, is against the Dogs. I don't know what Cam Smith's winning percentage is against the Broncos, but it's extraordinary. Do you think even at this advanced age, he's done everything in the game, do you still think he'd get up for a, a Brisbane side, a club that was, you know, 15 years ago that, that you know that decided not to take up the opportunity to sign him? 
Does he ever play bad? No, I understand. That, that's yeah, the thing, you know. I mean, maybe it's just the style of play that he has. He troubles Brisbane. Maybe it's because, of, you know, the way that they defend. and they, they're, they're certainly a holding defensive side. Um, they don't attack from marker. gives him a lot of room around dummy half. And obviously the Cooper Cronk factor, he likes to kick a lot, I noticed, early against Brisbane as well. So, I don't know. I think he's just come up with a way over the years um, to play the Brisbane Broncos and, mm. and, and he has a lot of success against them. So I think it's more to that. I don't think you'd be going out there going, these guys let me go, I'm going to make them pay. I think they well and truly all know now that every NRL club would have loved to have Cameron Smith in their side <laughs> for the last 13 or 14 years, but it can only be at one. I hope they've got the shield there, the Giltman shield there if they win uh, because they're playing in front of their home fans. Where are they playing next week? Um, um, they play Cronulla, I think, again, down in Melbourne down next in week, Melbourne. don't okay. they? Well, they can do it next week, Do they week, rest so people okay. next week, Dan? I mean, they're on 40 now. They go to 42. The Sharks are on 37. If they win tonight, and you would think that, you know, they would, uh, they don't have a... Uh, there was a year, nothing to play for there next There was year. a year they got to round 26. 2006, I think, maybe, was I, it? it no, we called the game. So it might have been 08, 09. Mm-hmm. Where they, whatever, whether it was first or second, whatever position they had, they, they couldn't be moved. They play, It was the last regular season game Sunday night and they played the Roosters who were awful that year and they rested Melbourne uh, the likes of certainly Slater Cronk and Smith yep all of them either only one of those played I think Roosters thumped them 40 to 8 and Melbourne didn't last long in the finals yeah so I think from that experience they've been burned I'd be surprised if um, I'd be surprised if if they were rested yeah, well I, I just don't I think he leaves it up to them a lot of the time, and there's no way in the world will, especially because it's playing another, you know, title contender in the Sharks, and and you also have to take in the psyche that if they really dust Cronulla up next week down there, yeah, they carry that into the finals, well, and then if they play the Sharks again in the finals, every chance they play them in a prelim final, absolutely, then they know they've got that one up on them. So I don't think there's any chance they'll rest them. Although you'd have to think that he'd like to. Uh, because it's been a, a massive campaign for those guys. But um, I think the luxury of some of their uh, results over the past month or so with some easy wins, uh, I think they've been able to clock off a little bit during games. So that'd Are they be the favourites for you? Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I think they're uh, of... Well, Cowboys the, the are second favourites now. The are coming now, um, you know, them and the Cowboys, yeah. just at the way that they can just... They can tear sides apart. Their patience, you know, the experience through patience. I think that's one thing that those two sides have that no other side have in the top eight, and that's the ability, like we see Thurston, like we see Smith and Cronk every week, just wear sides down and attack and, and, and identify where they're vulnerable and be able to keep going back there. That's a skill. That's not easy to do. And you saw it last night with... Um, with, with Thurston just, you know, attacking Tony Williams, attacking Tony Williams, putting him on the inside, putting him on the outside, and eventually, eventually they him. get him exposed. And not just once, they get him a couple of times. Well, Melbourne do the same thing. They identify something through the week, and they have the ability just to keep running traffic there and do it really well. And there's not many other sides in the competition that can continually do that until they get a result, show that patience, and then, you know, defensively they're both resilient sides. So, yeah, hard to beat. All right, so Melbourne for you tonight? Yep. Okay. Uh, the call starts at 7 here on, on Triple M Brisbane. On Triple M Sydney, you can hear it on the app. More after this. Rush Hour, Triple M. This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final. Take your seat in history at ANZ Stadium, Sydney on Sunday, October 2. Head to nrl.com slash tickets now. Sports update. Oh, a bit of overtime tonight. Nice start by Jason Day at the Barclays. This is the first of four FedEx Cup events day is three under after round one, two off the lead. Pakistan is joining the world of day-night test cricket. 
uh, they'll play the West Indies under lights in Dubai in October. And a couple of months later, they'll meet Australia under the lights at the Gabba. You know, that series has actually become attractive because Pakistan is now the number one test nation in the world. When's the last time? Is this the first time ever? Have they been number one before, Dan? <sighs> Sorry to ask you a question without notice. Well, I'm just trying to think when they started the rankings. Oh, right. The only time, I think there was a brief period I read somewhere during the West Indies golden run. I think no. the West Indies hadn't played for a while. This is the Wazamak Graham, Wakar Yunus, okay. uh, Javed, me and dad, that period. I think they might have been number one, but I'm not sure if that was official. So, yes, to answer your question, I think... They have been, though. No, I think I think that this, was unofficial. I think this is the first, the first time they've time. ever been world number one. And they've played a home test in seven plus official, years. Dan. We can be unofficial. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, tonight in AFL, it's Adelaide against West Coast. If the Eagles score an upset, that would open the door for GWS Giants to finish in the top four. Diego Maradona says Lionel Messi's short-lived international retirement was staged. Oh, really? Diego, okay. uh, I can imagine it was a Diego bit strange, not liking. Wasn't it? Yes, yeah. It was a little bit strange. It was a bit sort of. I'm throwing my toys out of the cot. Yeah, yeah. He did. He did. He miss. I think he missed the spot kick, didn't he? He he blew it over the bar. In, oh yes, I think so. Yeah. Yes, uh, but I can imagine Diego being a little jealous. Yeah. I mean, Diego's the undisputed king of Argentine football. But hang on, here comes Lionel. Yeah, and and wasn't it a few months ago where they were doing something at a some sort of uh, one of the local games and Maradona said under his breath. Uh, that he's got no personality, Messi, and it actually got picked up by one of the cameras and got back to Messi. So I don't think there's a lot of love lost there, Dan. And Ryan Lochte has been summoned to return to Brazil. Oh, God, this will never end. To face his charges of full, uh, false uh, claiming of a robbery. But if he doesn't return, he's unlikely to be extradited. Yeah. Well, so he'll probably, be depo- he'll probably don't come back. If I'm Ryan, the whole thing's been sorted. I'm not coming back. Not too concerned about it, Ryan. No, I don't think he is. This is the rush hour. I don't think Ryan can... Did he change his hair? Because I know that he's he's back to normal normal hair. Yeah. Uh, Still dumb, though. Uh, That was a sports update for... I interviewed him in 2012. One of the dimmest human beings I've ever met. Yeah. It was at Westfield in London. And uh, one of the dumbest individuals I've ever met. Okay. Mm. That was... (laughs) That insight was thanks to Magic Glass. We'll have uh, a Obviously, rapper. Dan, because, uh, you know, what, what, what he's just done, uh, it's waving a flag, isn't it? Mm. Uh, this is the Rush Hour on Triple M. Joel Kane from Sportsbet will join us after this. This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final. Take your seat in history at ANZ Stadium, Sydney on Sunday, October 2. Head to nrl.com slash tickets now. Triple M. This is the Rush Hour. Uh, Storm Broncos shortly on Triple M Brisbane. Uh, tomorrow, everyone will be getting Manly versus Canberra. Jamie Lyon not playing, but I think there's some farewell activities planned. You'll be out there. Good. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be out there all afternoon tomorrow. And, yeah, it's really it's <clears throat> so disappointing. I mean, you know, he's been such a, uh, a stalwart out there. And uh, and I think um might be a couple of other players too that uh, the end of this year mightn't be at Manly next year. Obviously, none confirmed. But there's got to be some questions asked about some of the other senior players out well, there. Well, what now. do they do with Brett Stewart? Because he's contracted and on yeah. significant money. I think it might come down. Obviously, the, the Anthony Watman, I think, today was uh, the result for Parramatta. Uh, good in one sense, the fact that it's not going to come out of the salary cap over the next couple of years when he was going for the insurance claim. Um, I, I think you should pay for bad administration, yeah. Dan. I, I, look, I they certainly, took a gamble and they lost. They did. Yeah, they did. And, and, you know, we need to make sure that there's, you know, when, when someone comes to you and says, oh, you know, there's a deal too good to be true, well, they and can't, they can't well, have an ulterior motive. They need to actually be ready to pay up. And I don't think 
they ever had in their mind that he was you know, never going to play, play four, four years. years. He was never going to. No way in the world. He, he'd almost played 300 games yep. when he turned up yep. and had played in the middle. There was no way he was going to make it. And I think it's good now that other clubs and, and, and you know, the insurance company now, because that would have if they would have granted that, that would have been a can of worms that then, you know. But, they did, but in saying that, the NRL, expelling that from the salary cap has opened the door. You watch clubs now claim this, and even if the club has to pay it, it doesn't come out of their cap. So it's a very, you know, when Buddy Franklin sw- signed with the Swans, 10 million for nine years, the AFL immediately came out and said, listen, that comes out of their cap? That comes out of their cap. No matter what happens, you are wearing that for the next nine mm. years. If he pulls up after five, doesn't matter. You're going to cop this now right through to the wow. end because they saw, hang on. That would have crippled Parramatta. That would have crippled them. Imagine. That, yeah. what, what was it? two out of their cap with what? <laughs> Joel came from sportsbet.com.au. Hello, mate. G'day, boys. Yeah, they signed him after about 290 games and a four year, so they're expecting him to play about 370 games. Yeah, that's a lot. It's almost as many as you played, Joel. <laughs> yeah, in my mind, exactly. Uh, now, we had the mega bet last <laughs> night, and you must be having this on most of the games this week because I see it's available again for the two teams playing in tonight's game. Yeah, for the main contenders, the Raiders tomorrow as well. Uh, so the Melbourne Storm, $3.50. They're the favourites, but if you take them to win tonight, so around 25 into the Premiership, $5. And I was having a look. Only twice this season has a team scored 20 or more against them. Yeah. yeah it's pretty impressive. Only what, twice. So what about that? It obviously affect the markets on big win, little win. What would it be? Yeah, uh, look, they, they're going for the Melbourne Storm in a big win, actually, to claim this. Uh, oh, yeah? The JJ Gilton. So mm-hmm. they've been uh, well back there. Just on the other mega bet, too. So the Broncos, who you can get $9 to win the Premiership, if they win tonight, obviously they become a major contender. They are twenty-one dollars for the mega bet to win tonight and to win the premiership. That's well, one for the believers, isn't it? If you think the Broncos is. can do it, you know. Well, tonight's the night. Tonight's to get the on. night. Twenty-one dollars. Well, it's like the cow- what were the Cowboys last night? They were something like eight dollars or nine dollars to win last night and mm. then win the comp. But then you think it's like, well, hang on. If they win last night, the Cowboys, then they're going to make the four. Yeah. Then their Different odds are going to go fish. down. If the Broncos win in Melbourne tonight. If the MILF stars, if yeah. Ben Hunt gets back to his best, I tell you, they're going to be right up there as a serious premiership contender. Hey, Jolly, can I just ask quickly, what 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 happened to the markets for the Raiders once the news Austin was out there? Yeah, 650 uh, for the Raiders now, but you, you know, it changes their game uh, because he was a running player. They changed their game when they started winning the games. You bring Williams back in, you've got two halves playing a game. Absolutely. So it could change their game big time. Yeah, it's uh, so. Well, it's so a big loss. It's well, a huge loss. Do your sums. Two weeks remaining. The first week is not a knockout final. So if he comes back in the fourth week or the fifth week, that's the first knockout game Campbell will have. The fourth week and fifth week of his injury. So you would think they'd rush him, wouldn't you? Yeah, but then he hasn't played for like five weeks, and you throw him into a semi-final and in a you know do or die situation. Well, okay, what do you do in a prelim final? Oof. Let's say they knock off the Sharks in week you one. They get on a the week bench. off. You put him on the bench. Okay. Because he's, he's got that solved. utility value. Problem solved. Can I ask you this? To keep the same style, and they've got so many good forwards, do you yep. play Elliot Whitehead at six and let Caesar keep running the show, and then when Austin comes back in, you just got another runner to go? Mm, I don't know. Do you do you put do you put Caesar out and, and, and put Williams into half and get him at first receiver and possibly let Caesar run a little bit because he's got that in his game? Yeah. I don't know. It's a tough call. Mm. All right. Uh, what about Hodgson in the halves? Could that yeah. work and, and start Baptiste? He's too good in the at hooker, isn't he? Well, you, well, I tell you what, that when they play 
Baptiste and Hodgson, and they've done it a few times this year, back end of games. Mm. He creates all sorts of trouble from first receiver, <laughs> Hodgson. He's a good footy player. All right. Plenty of markets. Sportsbet.com.au. Uh, you've got the regular grand final odds. Um, the Broncos, uh, well, they're $9 now. If they win tonight, they'll be down to $6. So, well, I'm just, just a guess, but I'm saying... Nothing like that for sure. Yeah, so... Are you trying to talk me into it, Dan? I'm You've saying... almost got me. That mega bet of $21... Juicy. Juicy. That's why they throw out the bit of chum, <laughs> the people at Sportsbed. <laughs> Sportsbed.com.au. Thank you, Joel. See you, Joel. See you, Jim. Good calling over the weekend. We've got to go, Goods, because it's 7.06 oh. and our Brisbane audience is waiting okay. for Storm v. Uh, Melbourne. And I hear you're going to give some special comments at the start of the broadcast. Always happy to please the Brisbane folk, Dan. (laughs) I'm sure sure they're now. It's a a three-and-a-half-minute ad break, everyone, so you can count down in Brisbane. (laughs) Three-and-a-half till you hear Gerds again. Dobbo and Brett Kamali after this and a little bit of Gerds. This has been the Rush Hour. We will talk to you over the weekend. This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final. Take your seat in history at ANZ Stadium, Sydney on Sunday, October 2. Head to nrl.com slash tickets now.